You are now listening to the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast with your host, Rod Murray. What's up, guys? It's your host, Rod Murray, man. It's Saturday, the beginning of a weekend, man. I hope your week was fine. I hope you was able to get everything done that you needed to. And now you can actually relax, man. It's been a long week. Long, long week. For those that don't know, I recently had Achilles tendon surgery. I tore my Achilles playing football, just recovering. So I just got the boot off for the cast, rather. Two weeks in the cast was painful, man. Probably the worst thing I've done in my life, man. Hats off to my wife, man. She definitely took care of me for those two weeks while I was kind of just sitting around the house, being inactive and can't move, can't do much, man. So she definitely deserves um, a big round of applause for what she was able to do for me for those two weeks. And it's not even done yet. I've, I've transitioned to the cam boot, so I'm in this for another month, um, rather. So, good times, man. Great times, man. But outside of that, mostly just sitting around watching college games. Huge game tonight. USC lost. Washington State. Ironically, some people did pick this upset. I didn't expect as many people to think that Washington State can pull it off, um, but they did. You know, they they were uh, effective tonight. Sam Donald continues to be mistake-prone um, with one interception and then a fumble late that kind of sealed the deal for Washington State. He'll be the first overall pick outside of something drastic happening or a team that doesn't need a quarterback getting that uh, first pick. But those are uh, things that highlighted throughout his career, his short career, that scouts going to look at. He has a tendency to turn the ball over. And tonight it cost him. Um, so that was a big loss for them. But outside of that, you know, Miami thrashed Duke. Tomorrow I'm looking forward to Army beating up on UTEP again. My alma mater, West Point, plays UTEP. Last year we smashed them out here, actually, in uh, El Paso, Texas. And so this year they go up to West Point in New York. So so I'm looking for a similar result, and we thrashed him as well. And then Florida State plays Wake Forest, man. It's trying to get that first W on the board for the season. You know, it's, it's been trials and tribulations this first couple weeks, man, without playing. So hopefully we can all put it all together for this next game against Wake Forest and, and pull some things out. Other than that, man, it's pretty quiet Saturday for college football, man. It's not a lot of huge big games going on. Um, you got Michigan, uh, not Michigan, but Mississippi State versus Auburn. It's a big SEC West matchup. Usually, you know, you don't have too much room for area out there in the, in the West with Alabama, but so that should be a big matchup between those two teams. And then you also have Clemson v. Tech. And I got to be honest with you, I think that's more of a, just a, a, a brand name more than a great game. Virginia Tech just always, they don't ever perform when the lights are big. So I'm looking for Clemson to run away with that game early, a lot early than uh, the commercials will give credit for. I don't think it's going to be as big as a game as, as uh, a lot of people think it will be, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it's going to be on TV. I'm definitely going to tune in. I'm liking what I'm seeing from that defense in Clemson. That offense has a little bit of work. But I think once midseason hits, about week seven, they'll start clicking. Definitely around the time they play Florida State. It's something about that matchup that usually after they play Florida State, that's exactly when they start clicking and getting things going and then able to kind of ride things out. So we'll see if that happens. That'll be a huge game coming up. I think it's in October they play. Um, So it's not too far from now, but it's definitely when they'll turn the season around. And then there's Sunday, man, where everybody know and loves, man. If you paid attention to the game last night or even attempted to watch it, the Packers running away with that game early and often. The Bears just look, they look in disarray. At this point, I don't know why. They're not, not, they're not even giving Mitch Trubisky the keys to the wheel, man. There's no reason to hold him back. That team's not going to get any better from the Glendon. Um, so they might, unless Trubisky's hurt, which I mean, I'll verify that at some point, but if he's not hurt, he might as well just get the keys, man. And if he's going to run him in the ground, get the growing pains out, out this year, don't waste any more time on Glennon, man. I don't even know what they were trying to t- to do when they signed him, but they need to let him go. Going over the remainder of the weeks, I have the Dolphins beating the Saints. Um, the 
Titans riding the wave right now. I have them beating the Texans in Houston. I have the Jaguars beating the Jets. The Patriots continue to right that ship as they defeat the Panthers. The Red Hot Vikings, I believe they beat the Lions in that NFC North matchup. Falcons beat the Bills. The Steelers versus the Ravens is probably the highlight game on Sunday for a lot of people. I have the Steelers winning. The Ravens just haven't put it all together yet after getting thrashed in London. There are a lot more questions than answers right now at this point in the season. So I have the Steelers just continue to push forward in that NFC, uh, AFC North division. Uh, the Bengals beat the Browns. I have the Cowboys... And I picked them a couple weeks ago against the Broncos, and they let me down. But I have them winning a closer than a lot of people expect game over the Rams. I have the Chargers defeating the Eagles. I have the Buccaneers getting their win against the Giants. The Cardinals over the 49ers. The Raiders at Broncos. Big game. You know, uh, a lot of people are asking, what are the Raiders after we demolished them last Sunday night, I think they come out and, and, and reestablish themselves as the top team in the AFC West, beating the Broncos. I have the Seahawks right in that ship as well against the Colts, beating the Colts. And then Monday night, man, I have us knocking off another undefeated team, another AFC uh, West team in the Chiefs, man. I, I believe we can get it done. Going into that game, I think uh, I've been watching a lot of Chiefs games, uh, well, the three they played this year, and they're very simple. They're very methodic. They they like to run the ball with Kareem Hunt, who's been uh, a Cinderella story um, in some regards as a, as a third-round draft pick and as the draft class of running backs that was real heavy, very much thought to be one of the best in a while. Uh, with a talent that it produced in stars, as far as in his draft class. And he came out in the third round. And so far for the Chiefs, he's been uh, almost magical and definitely, definitely, definitely uh, their best offensive weapon outside of Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey. So he's definitely been a high point for them. But outside of that, it's, they're very, very bland in their offensive approach. Not a lot of bells and whistles. They find ways to get the ball to Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey, um, Hill, Hill is leaving, leading the team in targets and, and receiving. And he also gets some rushing uh, attempts as well. And then they literally just kind of play smashing out football with Kareem Hunt. Um, I think he is a very confident running back right now. You know, get, coming off the three games he's had, he's had um, been very, very effective against some good defenses, and he just continues to produce. So I think he's riding the wave. I'll also say at this point, I don't think he's been hit yet. Outside of his first fumble against the Patriots week one, he has not been hit yet. And when I say hit, I don't mean anything malicious. I just mean uh, a DJ Swearinger type hit or a Zach Brown type hit. He has not. Nobody has actually come up and thumped him, you know, um, in these three weeks and made him think about hitting the hole hard next time or reading his blocks, taking more time and being hesitant in the hole. And I think that'll be one of the big things we need to do um, in that Monday night matchup. You know, everybody's going to be watching it. It's the only game on um, 8.30 on ESPN, you know, uh, and everybody wants to see if we can duplicate what we did against the Raiders. Some people is calling it one of those games where just everything just went right for us. And, you know, just kind of the chips fell in our favor, one of those type of games and that we will not be able to reproduce that type of production on Monday nights against this Chiefs team that is undefeated as well. But ironically, the, the Chiefs on paper are not as good as they are statistically. They're ranked very, very low in total defense. They give up a lot of yards in the air, which uh, we haven't quite found our path game yet with Kirk Cousins and our wide receivers but needless to say um, he put up a 365 last week so he can pass the ball if we need to and we know he can be effective once he himself is comfortable um, so that's real big for us going into my keys on the offense side of the ball I think
think we should keep it simple and do what we did last week, start inside out. The defense for the Chiefs is very, very fast. Uh, people don't give them credit for that. I think um, led by Derek Johnson, who's kind of like the, the voice of that defense. They're a very fast defense. They're a very disciplined defense under Andy Reid, and they play football. After losing Eric Berry in week one, I thought that defense would take a step back. Um, but they've more or less been very, very, very uh, marginal um, as far as the difference approach. Now, you lose a name like Eric Berry, and obviously – some of those big plays um, that you usually get, interceptions, fourth fumbles, what have you, you lose those. But their replacements have uh, been just as effective um, and not uh, giving up a lot of big plays and points. I thought there would be a, a huge experience gap, which there is. Um, however, the play of uh, David Sorian and uh, Eric Murray uh, definitely has not proven to be a liability for the Chiefs. So I think we again come out, establish the run. Um, which would be big for us. I think this week it'll be a lot more play action. If we can establish a run, get P. Ryan around the same 20 carries, I have not heard of Robert Kelly as a go yet. Um, I haven't seen that any information. I'm sure that won't come out till Monday night if he's a full go. If he goes and is um, in full and 100%, then it'll be Kelly getting those carries, but I'm sure they'll still work P. Ryan in um, for a few, but we still established a run. I would like to see more off Trent Williams again. I feel like uh, against the Raiders, we attack more behind Brandon Sheriff and Morgan Moses. I would like to see us go back to more counters and zone weeks behind Sean Laval and, and Trent Williams, which was very effective for us against the um, Rams um, with Sheriff and, and Morgan Moses uh, pulling behind those two and kind of leading that charge. But I love to see us get back to that. I think we opened up the play action a little bit more this week with Niles Paul. And Vernon Davis, I don't know if, if Jordan Reed's a go back yet. Um, I don't think he will, though. I think he'll be held out another game. This is my opinion yet, not knowing any, any insider information. But if we hold him out again, I believe Vernon Davis can continue to pick up that slack and we get more into play action. I believe the Chiefs cornerbacks are very, very aggressive. So we definitely can get them to bite on a few plays, uh, whether it be double moves by Pryor or Dotson. Or I truly believe this is a game we'll target Jamison Crowder more in the slots just because of that ability. Um, they will be aggressive. Marcus Peters, one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL, is, is an aggressive cornerback. That's how he gets a lot of interceptions. He's great reading quarterbacks and breaking on the ball. And I think if we can take advantage of that and with play action and double moves, we can get them over the top. Again, without Eric Berry, I think their safeties are a liability, but we ha they haven't been put in a position to where they're forced to make a play on balls like that. I think our wide receiver's height is a huge advantage for us. So I think we'll be able to take the top of the defense at some points, but we have to establish the run and build into play action. Again, very, very simple for us on the offensive side of the ball. I believe our issues become when we try to get too complex. Do bells and whistle plays, you don't see a lot of those. We have haven't seen a lot of those, but we know Jay Gruden has him up his sleeve, so, but I don't think they will be necessary in this week four matchup. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, the Chiefs are a triple threat team, and when I say triple threat, I'm basically saying they have Tariq Hill on the outside, Travis Kelsey in the seams, and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. We have to force or take away two of those players from the equation. We have to force Alex Smith to lean on the Chris Conley's and the other wide receivers on that team. Um, I would prefer to take away Kareem Hunt out of the game because Tariq Hill is just too explosive. He's going to get his plays i believe we run a lot more cover three to what we have been doing very similar we don't change that up so we'll always have 
a safety down the middle of the field um, in Nicholson, who I think is rangy enough to do it. I've praised him enough, um, and I, but I think that would only continue after he does it, has another outstanding game coming up. But I believe we keep players deep to avoid him getting a deep one behind us because he is fast. I think currently right now he has three of the top 10 fastest plays of this NFL season thus far. So I think a huge thing for us to do is just to keep our cornerbacks and our safety deep and keep everything underneath. Um, with DJ Swearinger in the box to take away either Kareem Hunt or Travis Kelsey. That is a very intriguing matchup for me this week, um, DJ Swearinger and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is another one that they would try to get the ball to in, in various forms, whether that be seams or shovel passes out of the backfield. They would do their best to get the ball to their three most effective and dependable players. We have to take away two of those. If Kareem Hunt's going to run for 200, 300 yards, which I highly think is likely, and they beat us that way, then so be it. If Tyreek Hill goes off for 260, and three touchdowns and so be it but we can't allow all three of those players to have 100 plus yards um in rushing and receiving respectively we have to take away two of them i believe if we get a hat on kareem hunt early he will be hesitant um in the run game for the remainder of the game i think we have the the will and determination and players on the defense side of the ball to do that kerrigan and smith continue to be aggressive coming off the edge as i spoke last time i'm not a huge fan of ryan anderson um in a three-point stance but he continued to be effective against his uh Chiefs offensive line, Kansas City offensive line has been inconsistent at times. They've given up 12 sacks, which is third in the NFL. So they have ability to give up sacks or two. That's that's averaging four sacks a game over the first three weeks. And we have the players and the personnel, whether or not we're, we're rushing off the edge. We have the ability to, to get to Alex Smith, force him to leave the pocket, throw a ball away and make a mistake. Alex Smith is prone to making mistakes. His career has been a smaller nugget in his career. So we can get to him early and often, make him uncomfortable. Comfortable. We can definitely force a couple turnovers in our favor, very similar to Derek Carr a week ago. So we just have to continue to do what we've been doing, being aggressive from the from the jump. Uh, let's not play stagnant with him. We have to get off the field. Um, a, a lot of simple approaches in this game. The excitement is going to be there, so we can't allow the excitement to uh, basically essentially take us out of our game early. Kansas City is a team that if they jump out early on you, the co- more comfortable they get at home, um, they can put a game away. I truly believe um, at home we. Will be in trouble if we started out the first two or three drives and didn't get some points on the board. I believe we have to be determined to at least get three points um, at least the first couple drives. I believe our defense will start off slow um, just because they're out of their environment. They're not at home. I think last week was real big because they were at home. They were way more comfortable in Missouri. I think that changes the first drive, the first Kansas City drive, I think kind of goes back and forth. I mean, they eventually get in the end zone, but I think after that, similar to like the first kickoff in the game, game the team will slow down everybody will see things uh a lot more slowly and can develop plays and read and react to the ball which is going to be real huge for us we have to get to the ball we can't allow much yak or runs after first contact with kareem hunt we have to get him to the ground tackling will be big i believe this game again um as i said with all my keys it's all simple stuff this is not a very very complex team in kansas city they do three things get the ball to Tariq Hill, get the ball to travis kelsey get the ball to kareem hunt and allow your play makers to make plays for him they may be one or two throws out to Chris Conley if he's grossly open other than that but Alex Smith is getting to a point where he's built his chemistry with three people the top three receivers on that team are Hill Kelsey Hunt the top three targeted players on that team is Hill Kelsey and Hunt so at this point he's getting into a rhythm with his three players they're undefeated so he's probably coming in and saying if it's not broke don't fix it and they're at home so they will be comfortable so I look to see them come out and do the same thing so on both sides of the ball we have to be simple you know just smash mouth football and we can do that this team 
is giving up. Like, again, like I said, top five total defense and yards given up. Their secondary is not as good as it would be with, with Eric Berry. Again, the difference is not very marginal to say, oh, we can just take advantage of them. But they definitely give up more yards in the passing game now. So another option we could take advantage of, but I believe we have to do it through the play action and double moves. We won't beat Marcus Peters on simple out routes and go routes. He won't get beat like David Amerson did. So we'll definitely have to take advantage of his aggressiveness and how he uh, overplays some plays sometimes to get us in positions to score. I do believe we win this game as all of them. Um, I think this will be a lot closer scored than the Raiders game. I have us take in this one 27 21 real big week for us man i think if we come out this week uh we could go into the bye week three and one after we win this game on monday night and then we have a week off man before we hit the the long stretch throughout the remainder of the season and we try to work our way towards knocking off that l we took towards the eagle and paying them back when we are headed over to philadelphia man i thank you for listening this week man uh, a few days from now our special guest uh my best friend west mack will be back we'll probably talk about uh the carolina panthers and, and that debacle that's going on there with with cam newton and how he's performing thus far and how that team's doing thus far also going to kick out uh, a youtube network here with my wife and my son is surely uh, the sports couch dad network or sd scd network as we're calling it i'm basically going to do just like a little 15 minute 20 minute sports show and throw a couple segments in there we'll just have fun with man we're just trying to grow and put out as much content as we can in various different platforms and various different ways man it's a lot of good things coming from this way man look forward to it look for on my week four picks on a blog here shortly. Also look out for next week, week five, since we're off, we're going to do another uh, NFL Pick'em's Prize. That information will be up on our blog site and on our Twitter, man. I just continue. I love continuing to reach out to all our Redskins fans, man. Just continue to add me on Twitter at SportsCouchDad. If you're not a Redskins fan and you're just following sports and just want to have a conversation, man, I love to do that too. So just reach out to me as well, man. Sports is a huge thing, a huge part of my life, man. So I'm just blessed to be in a position I can talk about it and have fun doing that at the same time. Hey, again, this has been your host, Rod Murray. This has been the Sports Couch Dad Podcast. Thank you for listening.